Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Guys, oh my God, hi, welcome back to Mixing with Moni. I lost my voice, so I will make this incredibly quick. I have the fabulous Ben and Ronnie from Watch What Crappens here today. So excited. We talk The Housewife and the Hustler, Housewife of the Beverly Hills, and everything else. I recorded with them before I lost my voice, so I don't sound like a wretched dog. Um, Please bear with me. So sorry. Again, making this quick. Very excited to talk. All things Erica Jane, Sutton, Crystal, Kyle, Dorit, more Erica Jane, Tom Girardi. Did she know? Did she not know to what extent? All of that. Again, recorded before I lost my voice. Y'all know I'm giving my all to the kids. You know, they're coming out of COVID. They're at camp. I'm trying to give them all my fun. But I gave them everything. I have nothing left. So, and everything left in me, I gave to y'all. So, without further ado, a non-wretched dying dogs <laughs> recording with Ben and Ronnie from Watch What Crappens talking Housewives of Beverly Hills this week. Bonus episode coming up next week with Shaw of Sunset, um, talking some housewives, everything else coming up very soon. But in the meantime, I'm going to go rest my voice so that I can be ready for an epic weekend that I have at the same winery that the Potomac ladies filmed, that the epic fight went down, uh, that made me team the table famously. Can wear my shirt, meeting up with a lot of other podcasters. Oh God, I sound hard. <laughs> Stay tuned for pictures. Thanks for listening. So sorry again. Up next, Ben and Ronnie, watch what crappens. All right, guys, as promised, I am here with the fabulous Ben and Ronnie from Watch What Crappens, of course, listening to them every week, break down all the the same things that we're going to do today is truly a treat and a joy. But this call for this episode of Beverly Hills, this time period in our pop culture lives, this moral conundrum that I have every week that something new comes out about Erica just required professional backup and that is what I have here today welcome y'all thank you for coming on hi hi thanks for having us yeah thank you so much for having us this is so cool yes I'm so excited y'all I'm already excited because as soon as they got on they a pronounced my name right you don't have you don't have any idea how many people go Manny and I'm like I don't Tell me how you think that's spelled. <laughs> well, well, I'm a Ronnie and you're a Moni, so exactly. See, so, we'd be good sisters. Yeah. <laughs> so we are talking Beverly Hills this week, but also we must reference the elephant in the room, which is the housewife and the hustler. I would argue the episode could have been just called the hustler and the hustler, the hustler and the hustler. Oh. But I watched it and I want to hear y'all's thoughts. I watched it and walked away feeling 
almost nothing really that much about Erica, which was really strange because so much of the title and everything, the buzz was this was going to be somewhere around her. I found intention, but didn't necessarily feel that she was a theme. What did you guys think and how did this frame your thought process of Erica's involvement in all this? I think well, you pretty I, much nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it didn't really show us much about Erica except to show her clip. So I guess if people didn't really know much about the show or any of that, then, you know, maybe it was interesting to anybody who's seen the show. It was just a reminder of how much Erica has really bragged about all this money. Mm -hmm. and like, you know, the whole, all the clips, like I'm, being being rich is better than being poor, bitch, or whatever. Which you arguably know. is just a fact. It's I, a fact. Yeah. It is. I have not yet experienced rich, but I can tell you poor wasn't fun. I don't love it. So Poor's I not mean fun. Yeah. And uh, I think it's just juxtaposing that with like the burn victim shots. Cause it would show Erica and then it would be like the burn victim or the, you know, the, a person from a an airline crash who'd never got his payout yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was basically the special was kind of like a quish, a quick, a quick cash grab, I think, by ABC News and Hulu, because the story is still that. developing, you know, like, I think at this point, we're, we've gotten kind of used to these podcasts and these documentaries that are very long form multi episodes, and, and, and where they really do a deep dive. And this one, sort of all the Erica and Tom stuff was in the first segment, and then it was really about the victims afterwards. And so on the one hand, I think it did a, a really uh, great service because it, it put a human face on the, the victims of Tom's treachery. Um, but it didn't, I would have liked to have heard more about Erica's past and, 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 and their relationship and what was going on there. So I agree. I think that they kind of just use the housewife and the hustler they use the housewife part to get to rope all of us in but it really mm -hmm. wasn't about that yeah i it almost made me feel like i got in the intention i understood that if for whatever reason say for argument's sake erica was absolutely she knew nothing and, and and you know she just simply walked in the man fell in love with her and he just wanted to give her the world i then saw that the intention of him doing these things would be for that but it didn't necessarily make me feel like Erica was like I didn't understand the allure of like we're going to find this is going to be like the nail in Erica's coffin because to me it didn't really implicate her as much as I thought it was going to for yeah. what it was that was you know that was being like a press like all in the press and everything however I also felt like I didn't know so many of these things that Tom was doing like for years but beyond Erica like even before her during her and after her I was just shocked to know what she was actually up against what they were actually up against some ominous things that she said in the episode this week you know like he's he's got a lot of things coming up for him or there's a lot of things that the girls done I'm just like wait a minute so this is the things that, yeah that they don't yeah. know like those ominous things were things that I didn't know that I think she may have probably gotten wind of or I don't know but the episode felt like or the documentary felt like it was quick it did feel a little underbaked but I wonder if they're going to continue to build on it because I did need to know the Tom information what was y'all's thoughts on including Danielle and Dana Pam Wilkie because there's obviously a lot of talk about that because they were just not the obvious choices even in if you want a housewife's perspective I would have called like 
Tamra or somebody. But, you know, nobody who thinks they're going to be employed by Bravo again, I guess is what they were going for. I don't yeah, think it's but, about obvious choices. It's about available and cheap choices. And I think it's well, like, it's also Bravo. no, it's also Bravo not letting people do stuff. You know, it's like, of course, you get the two people who are like the furthest away from ever being hired again. Um, yeah. from, like, they're not, not going to run into the Bravo machine telling them no, you know, like 25,000 sunglass Pam hasn't been hired pretty much since then, which right. is why I was like, what? was the alert for her like how did y'all even find she must have auditioned she must have called them it was a smart move actually i i will contend that it was a smart move because when that when that documentary um aired Mm -hmm. everyone on instagram who cares about this everyone in the in the bravo content creation ecosystem was posting videos and gifs of danielle staub sitting in that chair saying things and Pam, all like if it would, if it had been um, you know if it had been Joyce, no one would have cared. Maybe Carlton, but mm-hmm. you know Yolanda. No, if it had been someone who would have really had some authority, it would not have made any dent. But that open yeah. it up with Danielle Staub coming out there. It was like and oh my god, lasagna was- highlighted mm-hmm. hair. Lasagna it looked like lasagna to me. It was like red, like on top, and then like cheese in the middle, and like noodle. Like that's what it yeah. looked like to me. Garfield was, was on like, her head, yeah. eating What's her hair. Happening? Some dirty shoes, you know. <laughs> I think that they, um, I think that they wanted Danielle because the producers of the documentary seemed like they were going for the the lines about like, well, she, uh, she's a stripper. I was a stripper. She yeah. stripped there, and I stripped there. <laughs> First of all, they wanted someone to call her a stripper because. Um, all of the information we've gotten on the show is that I wasn't a stripper. I was dancing in a bikini, but for some reason, that's like a huge thing they wanted to get in there. I think they just wanted Danielle for her bitchy comments, but yeah, yeah, it didn't lead a whole lot of credibility to it. And also really, unless you, the show was good for a fan of, of Beverly Hills because it filled in a lot of things. Cause like you said, we haven't been told a lot of this stuff. It just sounds like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's another lady married to a rich dude who got caught doing some shady stuff. And then every time they've brought up these lawsuits and stuff that were happening on the show, Erica just says, I can't talk about it. Cause it's lawsuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of squirmed out of talking about it. So when you look at these lawsuits and the dates that everything was happening and all of this drama, and you know, we're kind of filling in the blanks from what Erica wasn't telling us before. So it's juicy in that way because you're like, oh, this is what she wasn't talking about. And mm-hmm. now I can kind of see why. Yeah. I mean, it felt like these were the things like, we will obviously get into it and I want to know exactly where everyone stands on it with like a one, two, three reveal type of thing. But I felt that she, this was finally a lawsuit or a situation, a legal, you know, situation that she could not get away from. That maybe she or Tom even told her like, this one's bad. Like, I can't talk my way out of this one. And because for all those years, you know, if he's being sued and you've always gone, it's a lawsuit, I can't talk about it. To me, I'm like, the one makes this one different? Unless you knew for a fact that you were going to lose this one, in which case, I don't blame you. Is it great that you <laughs> did that? But I'm thinking mm-hmm. self-preservation-wise, jail scares the shit out of me. I've seen Orange, Orange is the New Black, and it's like the most 
prettiest picture they could possibly paint of it. And I'm still like, I don't and want And it's still that. scary. Mm, I don't scary. want it for me. It's actually really no. bad. And I would prefer, and I'm not in New I York. I can't get upstate Litchfield no. where there's the Laverne cops doing my highlights in the middle of the day. No, I, can't do I don't it. even want to go to jail in Monopoly. I see that Thank space you. and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm closing up this board game. It's too scary. Like, you, like? you don't understand. Like I have just files and files and files of tax information and I don't make any money. And I just have all my tax information so the IRS can never say you're Same. going to jail. Like, no, girl, you better get somebody else, not me. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. So I low-key am like, I think I too would get the divorce. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I feel like- Well, yeah, she can't just get up there and be like, Same. oh, here's everything that's happening. Here's why Tom's getting, I mean, she does have to be quiet. So I don't mm -hmm. fault her for not speaking. Really, I think the sure. most the most yeah. damning thing for me in the documentary for Erica, the thing that looked craziest to me was the part where uh, they showed that um, she is listed as a secretary for for at least one of these companies. Yes. And that's like it's one thing to be like, I, you know, he was he was cutting the checks. I didn't really ask. We didn't have that sort of relationship. But if you're listed as a secretary on something and you're still going to play that yeah. card of I didn't know. Like that's a, that's that corporate entity. And there's like so much paperwork and there's so much like that comes with that. Like yeah. I just, I just tried, I just started doing something with my own little, my, my own little personal LLC. And it's just like, it's, it's scary. It's actually, it's like, it's actively scary with these signs and everything. And like, oh, you don't yeah. enter on that lightly, you know? Right. And you don't let people tell you to do stuff. And I got some a little additional context from this episode this week that I think it might not necessarily change my opinion, but it might sway me to think a little differently. But I had plenty of lawyer in my DMs. Like, actually, that secretary does not mean the fabulous person who keeps the whole office afloat and, like, knows everything right. about everyone. Who might right, it's well. not like the I nine to five Joan. movie version. No. Yeah, right. or yeah. Joan. It, it's yeah. not it's, Joan on Mad Men. It's somebody yeah. whom I love so much. But yes. it is, like, an officer, like, a financial officer of that corporation. And then to see, which I had heard, but to see them even um, detail that, like, one of them is, like, the companies is like named EJ Global LLC or something like that. I'm like, we all know what EJ means. My aunt only gave me, she's not a lovely woman, but the only advice she's ever given me is I never named the LLC after myself or my initials because if you get sued, they're suing oh. you and it's Googleable. She names everything after yeah. wine. <laughs> That's her thing. That's all her LLCs are wine and she has plenty. So she just goes through all her favorite wines in her cabinet. And I was like, it makes sense because if anyone ever Googles you, it now comes up. And the initials to me are the same thing. Like, well, I think, yeah, that, yeah, that probably wasn't too bright. I mean, I think a lot of it is just. The money through EJ Global? I don't think it was. EJ Global, which was, we all know, stands for, for erectile just function. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Um, which is very funny and timely with what she was like, right after divorce. Her first line of thinking was uh, THC on her lady parts this week. Like I am with Garcelle where I'm like, I'm not judging, but like you're really... Um, your priorities are very questionable, girl. Like, yeah, it's just, how she, it's, just how she, it's just how she frames everything. You know, she always yeah. does. It, she's just so calculated about everything. I mean, mm -hmm. first, before she, we're all, the show is making it look like 
Erica was really, you know, sad in this marriage and she finally got it together and left this man who was just so mean to her, which of course we knew that that's how they're going to do it. But, you know, if you really get into this stuff, which I love this stuff. So, you know, I'm on the internet yeah, all day reading, reading every links, you know, so, or every link. So she had already been subpoenaed twice over this by the time this was filmed. Like, like she, it's not like she didn't know. I mean, the lawsuits have been going on forever. Mm -hmm. This $20 million is they're accusing have been funneled into that EJ global, which is her business or whatever she had. To, they were being sued multiple times for tens of millions of dollars on things that she was having to sign for. She knew this stuff was going on. So for them to just mm -hmm. be like, well, oh, she was just sad and so she got mm. out and then she comes into this episode and she's doing this like look at me just having fun with my girls god aren't i fun yeah. talking about my yeah. vagina because she's trying to come off as so free and easy and unburdened from all of this stuff that's happening to her and i'm just i'm not buying it at all and i'm yeah. like totally offended that they're even trying to pull this with me even though i knew yeah. it was coming i want to i want to get into it because now this episode when it aired, I had seen everything first, you know, all the memes and the things I watched it a day late. And I was like, okay, so I know she's going to play the victim. I don't think I was prepared for the magnitude of, of victimization that she was going, like she really, like Vicky Gunn will say, I am being nailed to the cross. Nailed like to the Jesus, cross, like Jesus But like Christ. she's doing it. Like she's taking the hammer to nail to um, and like, do you guys just see me bleeding? I'm like, girl, no one is, you're not getting brownie points. Like no one is, is you're not a martyr here. Yeah. But okay. So I'd love to hold this dumpling you made me crystal, but it keeps falling <laughs> through the holes in my hand, crystal. Yeah. I mean, as, as Bethany, as Bethany Frankel once famously said, you can't be, you can't be, you can't play smart and stupid. Okay. You can't be smart and stupid which is kind of what Erica exactly. has been doing, right? In, like, in I believe she was in a bad marriage. We were saying before, we believe she was in a bad marriage and that it sucked, And I think she also sure. took money to benefit from, like, to, to be like, you know right. what? For all that I put up with, this is owed to me. And I don't think she yeah. asked enough questions. So she, Erica, she's coming in and they offer her champagne and she, they're like, do we give her wine? Do we give her champagne? Is she happy? Is she sad? And what got me was like, nobody knows. They're supposedly her closest friend, what she prefaced in her text. Mm -hmm. And no one even knows how she feels about this entire Anything. thing. Like they're like, right. you don't know what to do with her. But then they're not your closest friends. These are simply coworkers that you are fond of more Thank than you. others. Thank you. Thank Please. you. This has one of been our, one of our biggest issues with her on the show, or my biggest issue, which is, and this is, I feel like, is separate from like who she is as a person. I just feel like she comes on this show. She's extremely guarded. You don't know anything about her life except that she hangs out with a friend employee named Mikey and has an assistant. You know literally nothing, and she's on this show giving nothing, and her coworkers know nothing. And then she walks into a scene. And no one knows anything. And, and we're supposed to treat her like she's like this fabulous, larger than life character where we literally know nothing about her. And like, really the, the few things we do know are that she is married to a guy and who is who basically owes money to people who were who are, are owed millions of dollars and said that money, as far as we can tell, is just being put into her musical career. And <laughs> like air quotes around that. Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just want to know why she thought she would be the chosen one. Like I get it, she's a diva, but like the entire premise of Housewives is that they're all in a level diva. Like they're all that's kind of the shtick. Like they're very larger than life. They are married, they married well. So for me, Erica thinking that she's entitled to this blind loyalty, A from her coworkers and B from us because she's like a showgirl 
honey, they're all showgirls. Like that's the whole yeah. point. Like, have you seen Atlanta? The entire <laughs> cast of Atlanta are showgirls. Even Cynthia, who I said is a professional beta, it's her job, it's her DNA, she can't help it. <laughs> and even she on her worst day is still a showgirl just simply because she looks better than most average people. She just looks right, better yeah. than everybody else. So what makes you think that you are like the chosen beholden one that no one has to look into you at all, that she shuts everyone down around her whenever they ask her and she takes her voice down seven off. Yeah. And well, sleep. her coworkers sleep enable it. that her, co- the cast members enable that because they're they don't weak. really push her at all. They are because they actually are because there's something in that Beverly Hills water. I mean, I think it's just, it, it may just be a symptom of Beverly Hills in general as a mm-hmm. location, Los Angeles where people, they, everyone wants to be really liked and they want to be loved by the audience. These are all people who are like show business professionals. I mean, there's show business professionals and other casts, but this is really like the highest concentration. They're very aware of how mm-hmm. they're being perceived. And I think that when Erica came onto the show, there was like a lot of, um, you know, just like, oh my God, she's amazing. She's so fabulous. She wears outfits. And yes. so then I think she that, ate like, a bite she, of cake. Remember that? That was like her yeah, big thing she when she's cake. like, I love to eat. And then they cut to her with Tom in the restaurant where there was like the sheriff that was saying hello to them. And she's like, oh, yeah, I have dessert because I eat. I eat people. And then you see her take one little tiny bite of cake mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, yeah. my God, I love her. I love so I think they're afraid to question her. They were afraid that weeks ago yeah. she had a all, chocolate all the cookie. Time. She was like, you know what? I ate the cookie. I did. And I'm yeah. like, do you want to? Like, I don't. It's like, I'm just like you, America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when she like, made a big deal about getting a beer? It was like such a yes. production. She was like sitting yes. down to drink with like Teddy or something. And she goes, you know what? I'll have a beer. I will. Mm. Like, ooh, a cold toddy. Like, that's revolutionary. Like, no, it's like, I mean, come on. They have their yearly hot dog cheering where her and Lisa Rinna are like, oh my God, I had a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's one time a year I have one. Oh, yeah, one time a decade we'll have a hot dog. If there is literally a flame, an open flame (laughs) underneath a metal rail, I'm putting hot dogs on it. Yes. (laughs) Me too. I have to because they're just delicious. Um, They are. Hebrew National. We don't know. We didn't know last week if Eric was going to come to Sutton's thirty-five thousand dollar party, which I don't understand how it's that much when the venue is literally provided. Opera for cake. It. It's not yeah. called. It's okay. not called musical theater cake. It's opera cake. Okay, <laughs> costs money. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of me. Um, but so they ask Erica, "Do you get a new car?" And she says a Range Rover, as if it's, and they're all like, "Oh," and that is like, like the magic. Ego. Of Beverly Hills, because I'm just like y'all didn't know Hondas exist. Like she said, a Rav Four. She said a Range Rover, and I'm like, no. She's well, talking she, about like she just opened a Metro card in the mail. Like, <laughs> give me a break. And then like they cut to her in a confession, going, "I said no to the Lamborghinis and no to the sixteen thousand square foot house." I'm like, "Do you want me to feel bad for you? I'm literally recording in a closet. Do you really want me to feel bad for you right now? I can't do it. Like I don't." No, I'm just, sometimes I'm like, who are these tears for? Like, I don't know, because she's crying in a confessional, but not to her friends. And her friends, to me, are the yes. ones who would actually care. It's me who is like working ten hour shifts and like has bills and stuff. It is like, I don't. If I could yeah, legally something... scam someone to get my own mm-hmm. to get to get my bills paid, I would. But I can't, girl. We can't do crimes. No. I, yeah, I agree. There was, there was something very um, methodical about this whole thing. And I don't believe that, you know, just because she's a woman, she has to be crying to all her friends or anything, but there was something very unemotional. Okay. You can make a, you can make a pitch that it hasn't sunk in yet. And by the way, 
I would actually love nothing more than to see Erica have her Countess Luann like liberated and, mm-hmm. you know, no longer the Countess and having sex with strangers and saying, be cool, don't be all uncle. I would love Erica to be like unshackled by whatever this is that she has and having fun. But we also know, we know in life that does not happen overnight. You don't say, you don't, you don't file for divorce. And then three days later, you're like, Miss Good Time Girl, you're, uh, no offense to Heather Gay, by the way, in Salt Lake City when I said that, I know that's dramatic. But um, the point is that like, that's why this felt so put on this whole thing in this episode. Yeah, I- Like so loose and fun. I mean, what's crazy is that the reasons that she's coming up with on for why she got a divorce, they're not abnormal, but they're also not surprising. So if she had actually been open this whole time, or maybe just told, give a little snippet, because I was even struggling to figure out where people got, where the producers got this footage from, like this B-roll footage of like Mm -hmm. her trying to like shut her life down. I didn't even understand that because 90% of it, it's like, if you had just shown us a little bit of this, people would care. They would genuinely have thought differently maybe about this, or they might even be like a little bit instantly on your side, that loyalty or whatever that you're looking for from the Fox Mm, 5. I mean, if it was last year or the year before that she did that, then that would be something different. But to do it right when, you know, right when you're, right when all this shit is hitting the Mm -hmm. news and right when you're being accused uh, of doing this just to hide your assets, you don't have to pay the poor people back that your Mm -hmm. husband screwed over. It's like, that's it's yeah it's not just a bad look it looks like a damn crime and i'm not gonna you know normally i'd be like okay like a woman is saying this about her marriage well normally you're not gonna be like well i'm not gonna kick this woman while she's down like if tom was mean to her and emotionally abusive like i'm not gonna be mean to this woman but at this it's like so to me it's just so glaring that that's what they're doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just so gross to me I refuse I refuse to even give her any benefit of the doubt because now I'm furious you know and watching it and her like oh poor me I'm like no 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 roll the roll the uh roll the footage of the burn victim please (laughs) right because that really did break my heart but like she is even crying because he told her thanks hun I couldn't help but cackle I felt bad no I don't know what I felt, but I was like, why am I cackling? Because she is, she's like, I drove him to work that morning and I said, I love you. And he said, thanks, hon. Like I was some damn employee. I'm like, what? You've what? called him the boss for years. You are the secretary right. of the company. You've literally, literally called him the is, boss. He is the employee. You are the employee. He's literally funneling money through your company, allegedly. And she's like, well, conversations turned to one sentence. I'm like, I'm struggling to hear them. You know, you can leave for whatever reason, but I'm struggling to hear your- Erica the chatterbox. Erica the chatterbox, who's known for engaging (laughs) in long conversations. You know, I think the thing is this, like, so we agree, we all believe it's it was a bad relationship with a with a with a warped power dynamic from the get-go. We've always suspected it, we've always, we've always thought it. And I, you know, and normally, you know, I'm actually a sucker for a sob story. I'm like, you guys, though, he said, hon. And like, I'm like, I literally always fall for it every time. Like, even this time, I'm like, oh, she had a point. He did call her hon. But then at the same time, I think where we are like, kind of like five. Yeah, but I think, the thing where we are, where we are like kind of bouncing off of it is like, this may all be true, but like the timing is so suspect. Like this sob story could have happened 
sounds like anytime over the past 15 right. years. Right. But like now when there's like a big federal investigation and things are looking really shitty, it's like now all of a sudden it bothers you and I, it feels disingenuous. When she, and how it kind of, because the episode ties it all together and I almost forgot my own timeline like as if my own brain deceived me. I, when she said I moved into a small place, I was like, wait, that did not happen in a vacuum. I remember when that happened. We knew about Tom and then she moved into a tiny place and it was like a thing. Like it was a, it, it was like ongoing. It was episodic. It wasn't like she just did it all in one night. Like it was like she randomly filed for divorce. Then she moved and then he got hit with a lot of stuff. Like, right. She was... said it took her like 30 days to get everything done and find the house mm-hmm. and, you know, start, you know, start planning her escape or whatever. Like it was a big escape. And yeah, she did it in one day because she was so well. Yeah. And she stole it. the furniture. And I said, well, that's poetic. That's really mm-hmm. lovely language. I like that. Love that. It's like, wow, that's Not how you got it in one. the first place. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly. a lovely irony couch. From who this time? Like, yeah. <laughs> who's the rightful you know, owner of the couch? <laughs> but you know what's funny is that, like, you could reframe the story in a way that I'd be totally supportive, which is like, lady, she's like, I'm going to marry for money because I want I want money. She marries for money. She's getting all the money. And then she realizes, oh, shit, this guy's not going to give me any more money. He's he's this is this well is drawn up, whatever. Bye. And I'd be like, yes, you do what you want to do. You live your life. I could totally see myself cheering that on. But mm-hmm. I think that's not the vibe of this one. The vibe is like, well, but it was, it's, there's almost like a dishonesty about this relationship. And mm-hmm. so that's why it's kind of like, oh, like you're trying to act like, like you're a huge victim here. And on some level, there's some for sure, cause he's condescending to you. So you are a victim in that way. But like this money was, there's money that's owed to other people and you're smart enough, or at least you talk a lot about how smart you are. So you know, it's hard for me to just fully co-sign this whole, like, yeah. well, it was me. No, I, I mean, it doesn't, honestly, for me, the empathy doesn't exist because it, to me, if you are going through these things, even if for, say, for argument's sake, he is just so in control, you couldn't get out from under him. Just period, point blank. You couldn't get out from under him because the whole premise of the whole no prenup thing, they're like, oh, I can't believe she has no prenup. the thing the idea was he's so good at law that he'd be able to get from under it anyway like he would annihilate her anyway and she's like I'm just ready for it to come I don't think he's worried even about you right now if anything I thought this was his advice you need to divorce me well remember also I think that that's what's happening too and her whole thing like you know if Tom was acting that way towards her what we've seen on the show is don't just act like your career was was given to you because you auditioned for something and you were really talented at it. Like mm-hmm. your husband literally bought you producers, stages to go on to, Thanks. a Still team of people to make you look foster. a certain way. He gave you everything and then showed up at all these locations. She, she said on the show before, like, oh, Tom comes to all the shows that he can. He just loves it. You know, he's so supportive and so I don't believe totally the whole Tom is just a horrible person to me and a horrible husband. It's like, yeah, he didn't just buy you purses and a house and a Lambo. Like he gave you the dream life, mm-hmm. the, like literally paid for people to give you the dream life that you want. Also, also don't remember the other factor of this, which the documentary pointed out, which is that um, at this point, like so much of Tom shit is frozen or whatever. And he like has basically nothing uh, or at least allegedly nothing that actually in a divorce, Erica would be the one who'd be giving money to Tom. 
Right. So she filed. that's probably she another filed thing. So that she filed so that she could get alimony, but he couldn't get alimony from her. That's what she filed. And I'm not sure how that turned out, but yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm sure what? that might be part of the, the challenges that are coming is being able to like hold on to her money. So I guess, I don't know if it begs the question, do you guys think she knew and what, to what extent do you think she knew? Uh, We probably differ on this. So you go first. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, this is a hard one. It really is because um, when you're dealing with a con man, which is sort of what Tom sounds like when you're dealing with a con man, it's hard to really know. I actually, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I like, Oh, Erica knew all along. It's hard to know. He's, you hear him talking on that documentary. He's very, very slick and he's very warm and cuddly. He's always like, oh, I don't want to be the bad guy. So it's hard. I can imagine him saying like, no, everything's under control. I got it. This is stuff that's, I, he, he's fooled a lot of people. And he's fooled a lot of very smart people. Okay. So I would not be surprised for decades. I would not be surprised if she got fooled. I think where it gets tricky is that there were warning signs and it sounds like she kind of put her head in the sand. Hard mm. to know. We don't really know. But so that's my takeaway. Well, she knew that he was being sued for tens of millions of dollars multiple times um, because he was taking loans, which she was signing on. He was taking loans because he was taking all this money for himself and then he couldn't pay this victim back. So he'd take out a loan to cover his payments on that and then have to take out another loan to cover his payments on that loan that was covering this thing. So she knew all that. So and she's also pretty heavily spending that money that they're being sued for. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like at yeah. the very least, she knew that the man is being sued for tens of millions of dollars for misappropriating funds that she was herself using. I mean, at the mm-hmm. very least, we know that she knew that. So yeah, whether she, she knew it was actually a burn victim or a plane crash victim or whatever that was getting screwed, she knew that she was spending a lot of money that he didn't have. My thing was, do you not know the kind of clients your husband has? These are the only options. So the only options are burn victims and plane crash victims and victims of something who have been impacted by something. And also, we just got introduced to your little glam house, like not a room, like a glam house that you had sushi in for pregnant Teddy, like last season. That's right. The apartment downtown. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. You are not even just actively spending the money because it was first it was the glam squad and stuff. It would be one thing if we saw you like actively downsizing. I would then believe she didn't know the extent. And then she was like, oh, I found out. And like, oh, he said it was going to be okay. And I listened to him, but I shouldn't have. If you are this smart and you know your husband is powerful or whatever and you can't get from under him, I would almost want to further the distance between my money and their money as much as possible. If, mm-hmm. if at yeah. all possible, I'd want to create a lot of space so that I cannot be implicated just so that they can never say that, oh yeah, so showing the world a, a house just for your costumes. Well, that's kind of what she go. did, right? Because she has the AG, EJ Global, sorry, AG, EJ Global. So she has that, which is like presumably her music business and all of that, which so like her loft and all of her music stuff goes over with that so that when she gets divorced, that's you know, she can claim, well, that's mine. That's not community. 
or like I think maybe she did try to separate it and I think that they're being accused of using the divorce to separate it obviously but yeah I think she's just too little too late you know I think she kind of bet on the wrong horse thinking yeah. well Tom can get away with it he's gotten away with it for years <laughs> like so yeah. he'll find a way to talk his way out of this and we'll be fine and I'll you know the money will never stop and then when it suddenly was like no he's not getting away with this and the money is stopping she's like fuck it bye and then now you know hear all the rumors that she's like secretly trying to court other rich men i'm like oh erica see i love that idea like i love that attitude if you weren't (laughs) doing crimes like if you weren't doing criminal things i allegedly but like if you weren't and people weren't hurting like genuinely hurting like their body like their body was hurting i would be all in for you being like okay leaving you going to go find a new rich man because i too Mm -hmm. would want to do that um, yeah. I'm fine with you being a heartless, you know, cold woman who just wants to be rich and be fabulous, but don't do crimes. That's all I'm asking. For. <laughs> don't do crimes. <laughs> well, or if you're gonna do crimes, be like really cool in like a film noir way where you're like, yeah, get him, Kathleen Turner. But the thing <laughs> yeah, is that be good like... at crimes. Be good at crimes. <laughs> be like, don't, don't commit be terrible better. crimes. Be like... It's just embarrassing for all of us. You know, like we like, want to root for you. If man. You're be a vixen. Be a yeah. good vixen. Don't right? take rob, him to little yeah, people like, who don't have Rob anything. the Patsy. But yes. like, but also like, don't Rock forget down. what's also, yeah. But but you know what's annoying is that you know we're sitting here and we're watching her tell people in Tahoe like, oh yeah, that's what makes Tom great. He lets me be me. And so it's like, I understand if you don't feel like you know you don't feel like airing out the fact that you're about to get divorced and or file for divorce in like a few days. But then like also don't go out of the way to like actively lie right about like everything's great that's that's kind of annoying no i totally understand well i think she was i think she was setting it up right because she was setting up all this storyline the whole season like she was really laying it on thick about how great tom is how much she loves him how during the you know covid times they really got to know each other and blah 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 spent all this time so she obviously had a different plan that she was trying to set in motion during that time of filming like right before she left so then you have to think like well what was that plan because after all this came out remember she came out on instagram with some posts like oh really you want to know why i'm leaving tom because he was cheating and this is the judge this, this whore is the judge. woman who was fucking my husband. yeah this is the whore yeah. judge are we gonna that get that to- I and want so that. probably because like it was too. it was pretty soon after this current stuff that's happening. so she brings all that stuff out so i think she was going to go for the storyline of tom was a cheater and i found out tom was cheating on me but then people looked a little closely at those posts and were like well this is from 11 years ago she's acting like she just found all this out and that's why she left also, like that was what never was be being a person who would believe erica cares that tom is fucking someone exactly but I she was making it sound like okay. this has just happened and that's why she's left Tom so I think the whole season she was setting up this I love Tom so much we're so close so she could come out with this whole but Tom is a cheater and so I'm leaving I think that was her original plan but then once people saw those timestamps and realized idiot Erica we these are from 11 years ago on some flip cricket phone you know then she had to change it and now she's coming out with today's what we're seeing today which is ridiculous and to me I'm like Erica if that was your plan you didn't even do a good enough job of that I still didn't believe you loved him anymore which is why I don't care like it's beyond that to me the crime the criminality of it all is like the icing on the shit cake. It's like, oh, well, then y'all are just trash. Because otherwise, I'd be like, well, that's a marriage I never would have wanted to put a bet on. Like, I, nothing about that seemed like, 
I didn't even feel like you were in awe of him. I thought the girls were more in awe of him when he told that stupid story last year that took too long than yes. she was. They're like, isn't he the best storyteller? I'm like, oh my God, he's the best. I'm like, y'all never listened to your grandfather tell a story? Like, it's, yeah. the same. it's the same across the That's exactly the board. what it was. I was like, in a movie once. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, Grandpa, John Wayne. You're right. John Wayne's but... brother or something. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I want to switch gears before we go to the obvious, but not so obvious, like, they tried to continue the episode as if we were going to care about anything other than Erica. Yes, yeah. Uh, Crystal okay. and Sutton, whose side are we on in this fight? I kind of enjoyed this fight at the end, though. It felt very yeah. Beverly Hills to me. It was very yes. much Petty. Sutton telling it Crystal, please stop talking about it. And Sutton's like, and Crystal's like, okay, I'll stop talking about it. She goes, okay, but you have to understand that when you did talk about it, it's defaming. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, yeah. so I'm done talking about it. She's like, but when you talked about it, it was rude. And <laughs> now let's go talk done. to all the girls together about how we're but not yeah, going to talk let's, about let's it talk, anymore. Let's talk separate and then let's talk to everyone and, and just tell everyone we're done talking about it. Any thoughts? Yeah. And by the way, I'm preceding that was a scene of Kyle saying, Dorit, I just don't want this to become a thing that's any bigger than it is. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go tell uh, mm-hmm. Sutton what, what Crystal's been saying about her. Yes, I love that um, they were both hyper aware. Like, I'm very aware that now you need to talk for too long. And I'm very aware that you need to interject. We're just both going to be aware. Okay? I mean, the I truth is that, that. Chris, Crystal, and, Crystal and Sutton are the only ones actually doing anything this season so far with their little mm-hmm. coke fight. Um, and, uh, well, they had a significant fight earlier about, about, um, like, uh, uh, white privilege, et cetera. Um, but now it's, but now we've moved on to, <laughs> and now we're back to Beverly to, Hills. Yes. Now we've graduated to like, <laughs> you never brought be too the coat smart. in, but you stayed like about a second too long. And why did you um, say I was, when I was, what was I doing over there? As if yeah. like someone, I was doing something weird. I'm like, oh, y'all are just too rich. Like, honestly, you're too rich. <laughs> just too rich. Like, That's exactly rich. right. Like mow your fucking lawn already. Like, like I'm over it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like literally the richest fight ever, which is you yes. brought my designer coat to me in my room at our rental in Lake Tahoe when I wasn't ready for you yet. <laughs> I think my thought was, and I'm giving Crystal the benefit of the doubt in this one. It's only because I think that she thought Sutton might bring the cameras in. Yeah, but she didn't know like if she knocked, like she went over to her room and it closed the door, and she's like, if you knock, she crouched because she didn't know if she was going to be on camera not that they she thought they were going to expose her but you know and then finding out about her recovered eating disorder and everything her body consciousness might have been like i don't know if mm-hmm. i want to be on camera like i don't know what yeah. you're doing yeah. to me and sudden asking what are you doing here made it feel like it was just a little bit more than an errand well i think it's one of those things you get more mad after the fact when you start thinking about it and then mm-hmm. you're like well i don't like that girl and she came in and i was naked and i don't like her and she said <laughs> right this and yes. and it becomes this huge thing in your head and we they keep showing us the clip over and over which is so funny that they keep doing that but this is the clip crystal you in here i have your coat oh i'm sorry what are you doing in here okay here's your coat and she's like <laughs> yeah. i was just putting on my pajamas and then crystal leaves and it's become this huge like what yeah. are you doing will side interrupt you oh, while you're masturbating is. on the floor with a statue <laughs> of a donkey it's like what naked whoa, whoa. in the space of other people no I, I mean i will say this okay uh, I think I generally, I generally in this fight, I'm sort of trending towards uh, Sutton, but I do think she made two mistakes. One is like when she opened the door and saw that Crystal was naked, she should have just like, oh, sorry, it backed out. Like, don't even go in and be like, when you're ready, I have your coat or I'm putting your coat by this, right? The second thing that she did 
which is a huge pet peeve of mine, is she did the I'm knocking but opening the door at the same time. And and because mm. I knocked, that's mm. okay that I'm opening the door. It's like, no, you have to wait for someone well, to say, knocked. come in. No, I hate she knocked. Yeah, she yeah, no, she did the, the knock person and then didn't she walked. Walked. Yeah, but she knocked like and then she knocked knock again and, and went in. Yeah, knock the and knock. The knock and walk. That's yeah. it's like I hate when people do that because it's always like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Well, I knocked. It's like you knocked, but you didn't give me a chance to say come in or you didn't hear anything. So don't come in. Wait yeah, for the answer. And, and Wait for the to answer. me, if you say, yes, what is it? To me, that still doesn't necessarily mean you can come in. That's right. I would have been like, what do you need? And then that doesn't mean come in. It means what do you need? Answer the question and that will grant you entry or it will reject you. But either yeah. way, yeah. wait until I tell you because the door closed means actually we are invitation only. Well, I right think right she's now. coming from like Sutton's like trying to be one of the girls and she's really <laughs> yeah. awkward with she everybody. She with always it. thinks she's being left out. And like the day before, you know, someone came into my room when I was naked and it was fine. Like when Kathy was like, are you in here? And like came in mm-hmm. with her fan or whatever. And it's like, y'all I'm naked or whatever. So I think in her mind, she's like, oh, I'm, this is what girls do. Um, look at me on a girls trip. They just did that oh, yesterday. So I'm going to repeat that back to her. And then they just like completely blew up in her face. It's but, like, yeah. you, you violated her, you know? So, but you know what though? So, but let's also not forget that last season Sutton lost her mind. Cause she had to um, like change clothes in Rome, like mm-hmm. around other people. And so like if anyone who actually should have been, Right. Yeah. Like, if anyone who actually should have been like That's a true. little I more aware, not aware, but like um, compassion towards someone yeah. in that situation, it actually you would think would be Sutton. But that being said, regardless of all those things, I still think I'm a little bit more on Sutton's side because Crystal, like, full on, did not go to dinner the next night because of it. Yeah. And no, then, like, Crystal told is everyone about it. I was like, That's life. a bit much. Which is. Well, I- also why I love her because she's very much giving me like the yeah. quintessential housewife of like I'm so rich that I cannot be inconvenienced so the moment yeah. I feel a tiny bit uncomfortable <laughs> I must recover please give me 24 hours <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I need to have a period. sit down with everyone but the person and explain to them like do you guys understand like what this was to me and someone's like so what happened yeah let me tell you what happened actually and she's like well certain people are bringing it up to me what do you want me to do and but yeah. I feel yeah. so bad for Sutton in a lot of ways because we've seen housewives not be girls girls but this is a level that I was not expecting of someone truly struggling to just like be in the group because like yeah. you, she said she's not a girl's girl like so then why did you come on the all-female like largest ensemble cast housewife show well I, I think also this uh this crystal thing I think a lot of it too is that Crystal was really trying to get out her eating disorder story like have this talk and I don't mean like I don't mean it callously like she's just trying to get out of eating disorder story mm-hmm. I don't mean it like that but I think that she was like okay this is where I bring up my eating disorder storyline right because mm-hmm. she had the thing happen with her then she came to with with uh Sutton so then she she's upset so then Kyle's mm-hmm. like well finally when it, she says she's not coming to dinner nobody goes to check on her and say hey what's no wrong are you okay <laughs> you know? so she's like thinking people. somebody's gonna say what's wrong and she can say i had this thing happen and it really hurt me because maybe body dysmorphia or whatever she's actually going through but nobody ever asked her mm-hmm. so then she brings it up with kyle the next day Kyle's like well you missed dinner and she says <laughs> yeah well i was really upset because she came into my room and i was naked and she tells her the story and kyle's just mad about dinner so 
So Kyle's yeah, like, like, so, that's so you why didn't. Kyle's like the agency. Yeah, she's like, so that's why like, you didn't so come to dinner. For the people, this is the cast that eats the least. Like we literally yes. just talked about how they give themselves an allowance of a hot dog, but like they're very upset about missing dinner like, right it's about dinner so i think crystal, ronnie there's a flaw there's a flaw in your logic ronnie and the logic is that this was never crystal's storyline it's been rena's all along because if it weren't for rena talking about amelia then no one else would be comfortable talking about their <laughs> yeah. issues i, did I think this. They forgot that <laughs> Which is exactly what she did last week. And she was like at that part, I'm like, you know, my yeah. daughter's going through the same thing. And I'm like, is she? We didn't know. Are we know. one upping this? Are we yeah. one upping this right Shocker. now? Shocker. The yeah. woman's not here to talk about it. You're yeah. So I up. think Crystal was trying to like have a moment and that's why she seems so upset. And so mm-hmm. she's like ready to open up, but nobody will let her open up. And so then yeah. people kept asking her about it over and <laughs> over. So, so she absent. kept trying to get her story out, but she's already told it. So now she's telling it with no emotion. And it just sounds like now she's just glibly accusing this woman of violating her or whatever. And it just became a huge mess. And I think yeah. even Crystal by this point, on the show is just like enough like yeah i'm starting this in a way and even i'm fucking sick of this yeah garcelle was right sutton's harmless she's even in the heat of the moment with her and crystal and everything and in the whole like you know white privilege thing and her being like tell me you're that girl it was fantastic tv to me but i'm like sutton is genuinely the least harmful person i've ever seen like on her best day I don't, I don't see, color. see color and she's just like I'm like oh you're just you're just sad okay so we're just gonna let you cry it out you know like you leave the baby and the criminal kind of like let them cry it out and I'm like she's harmless and Crystal is a little bit more fierce to me than I've expected her to be and Sutton is like why won't you like me please like me I'm gonna send you flowers and I'm like oh my god so Crystal is telling her she's a little kooky and crazy and obviously these are trigger words for Sutton because she's heard these before um, yeah, well, you know what's what's good about yeah. Crystal and Sutton is that um, they're kind of both self-absorbed in a really good way for us mm-hmm. because um, unlike the other members of the cast who seem to be very aware of, or, or, or they're not, they are trying to be aware of what the audience is feeling. And they're, I feel like they're, they're often monitoring themselves because they want to be popular with the audience. It feels like Sutton's brand of, of uh, personality, I won't say crazy, her brand of personality <laughs> is like she can't get out of her own head. And Crystal also, it seems like she has some of those tendencies. And that always works really well on TV when they just can't help but be themselves. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, we've covered more in this episode than they did in that episode and, <laughs> <laughs> with more quality content. But please, of course, can you just indulge the listeners and tell them where they can find you and listen to you guys' podcast. And thank you so much for coming on. Oh, yeah. Oh so goodness, just yes. find us. Uh, we're called Watch What Crappens. You can find us on Instagram under that name on twitter at what crappens and then my name is ronnie Karam, and you can find me instagram and twitter and ben give your name yeah ben. my name is ben mandelker and you can find me at ben mandelker on instagram and twitter and uh yeah and then our podcast is just every let's you know apple Podcasts, wherever anywhere you listen to podcasts uh mm-hmm. you can find us and we do like uh like a million shows a week we do at least yes. five shows a week so <laughs> we're on every single day it keeps them on the top guys yes please go and listen to watch what happens if you're not already as soon as you listen to this of course um and um we have things there's patreons for bachelor there's merchandise for you know this damn wedding i'm trying to pay for there's lots of things if you want to support and do stuff you can 
do that. Um, of course, you can find me on all the things at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. And I don't have to tell you to stay home, though, if it is your preference, please practice self-care and stay in the house. Again, that is probably what I'm going to do even post-pandemic. Um, take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you for listening. Okay, love you. Bye. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.